0: on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels. That's me. And you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now sit back, grab a journal and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I am so excited to bring Aria Lighty on the show today. She is the founder of The Mob Nation, a national alliance of mom-owned businesses. She's also a coach, thought leader, and business mentor, and for almost a decade, she's combined her diverse experience, creative ideas, wide range of connections, and unique perspective to help women on the edge of change, up level in their businesses and lives. I love it all. Thank you so much for being here, Aria. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited you said yes. For everybody listening who doesn't know, um, I actually just spoke at Aria's conference. So we connected through that and she I could tell she's a total boss babe putting on this epic <laughs> virtual conference and I knew I needed to have you on here.
1: Well, you're the boss babe. I would say that you are one of the speakers that had the best feedback for sure. There's a lot of people super excited about the content
0: that you shared. So thank you for sharing with my audience as well. Yeah, of course. I love hearing that. I love teaching. So that makes me so happy. (laughs) Um, Before we dive into this really important topic today, tell us first a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Well, uh,
1: like you said, I'm Aria Lighty. I'm the founder of The Mob Nation, and I started that in 2012 when I had a brick and mortar at the time, and I was also a single mom, and I was just looking for my people, people that related to the struggles and people that I could be real with and get uh, resources from, and that blew up to a huge national alliance. We have thousands of members nationwide. Uh, before COVID BC, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) had, um, over 30 in-person events per month, um, all across the nation. And, uh, we really just strive to be a hub for all things, mom-owned businesses, uh, education, marketing resources. We're the largest mom-owned business online directory in the nation, probably in the world, um, not really, um, anybody that's doing exactly what we're doing. And, um, Pretty organically, I realized that I was a business consultant because I was consulting for so many different businesses, and I was like, Wait, I've got something here. (laughs) Um, and so I, you know, have experience in so many different industries and in brick and mortar and building online empires, and um, so I've been taking that into um, being a business mentor for. Uh, women that are really ready to up-level their businesses, to uh, up-level their incomes, and to stop playing small. So um, it's been an awesome journey and I love what I do and I'm excited um, every day to work with really incredible women.
0: So, so awesome. And I feel like your whole story, people are probably listening, thinking like, wow, like how do I get to that level? How do I build a business that I am so fulfilled by and so connected to and get it to that level? And I feel like a big part of that is money mindset. And we've talked about money mindset on Mindset Reset Radio before. Um, It was a great episode, but I wanted to take this a little bit more specific. And so part of that money mindset in terms of like building this big epic business and really, like you said, not playing small and really stepping into the big leagues are the money stories that we tell ourselves. That's really feeding a lot of that mindset. So I want you to first tell me a little bit about this idea that there are stories that we tell ourselves around money. Can you can you tell me a little bit why we do this and, and maybe where do those stories come from?
1: Yeah. Um, well, through consulting, I noticed a lot of patterns and it really didn't matter any strategies that I was telling anybody or any great ideas or creative concepts to implement in their business. If they're mindset just wasn't right, right? So I had to really dive into bringing that in. And since I work exclusively with women, um, I just kept seeing the same repeating limiting beliefs and outdated money stories. And they come from so many different places like society, for one. Um, You know, we hear like money is the root of all evil or, um, you know, it's better to just be rich in love and not rich in money. Um, you don't want to be greedy. And then we also see it just modeled by our parents um, in a lot of different ways, just money sabotaging behavior. Maybe we uh, grew up in poverty and never believed that we could get out of it. Maybe we weren't uh, cut out for it. And the underlying thing that I see with women is just feeling worthy, you know, worthy of money, worthy of love, worthy of abundance. Um, and so, kind of. Unpacking those beliefs of where those stemmed from.
0: Yeah, I love that. And before we dive further, I want to point out something that you said because it's very true in the work that I do too, which is you can have all the strategy in the world, but if your mindset isn't where it needs to be, if you have these limiting beliefs and stories, nothing's going to happen. Like that, that's literally my story. What I tell people when I'm pitching them the membership and telling them about it is like, I'm a content marketer. I've been doing marketing for my whole career. And when I went to build my Instagram community, I was literally teaching people how to do it and they were doing it successfully, but I could not do it. I was not seeing growth. I kept coming up against the wall. And I'm like, I'm the common denominator here, right? Like (laughs) there's something going on with me. Um, And I realized there was all of this mindset crap going on. And, And I was doing a lot of that work in my personal life and it was starting to eke into my business. But um. I realized that there was a lot of limiting beliefs around mindset. And so something that I've come to realize is the same thing that you said, which is strategy without mindset is you're going to lack an execution. You're going to come up against issues yeah. time and time again. And even if you do execute well, it's it's not going to resonate as a celebration because you still have all these mindset stuff holding you back. So Um, I really like that point because I think it's really important for our female entrepreneurs to understand in every area of their business that without that inner work, the outer work is going to be so much harder.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I think that we hear that all the time. I mean, I know that I did, and I thought I was a positive person because I shared the quotes, (laughs) you know, and I, um, you know, crossed off the list of things that I thought was a positive mindset was kind of that, you know, toxic positivity. but. it's really just getting down, you know, that, that deep, dark shadow work that you got to get through in order to really like break through and shine. And, um, if you don't feel that you're worthy, then how are your clients going to feel that you're
0: worthy? How are your clients
1: going to be attracted to you if you don't even know your worth and value?
0: Right. And it's so, I like that you say it's about that deep, dark work because it's amazing things that happened to me as a child, like with my father who was an alcoholic and wasn't there for me, like how that's affecting me as a business owner. And I'm 32 years old. Like I thought forever, I'm like, I'm over this story. Like, this is so dumb. I'm just using it as a crutch when really it was like, no, there's really deep healing to do there. And if I don't look at it, it's going to keep affecting every area of my life.
1: Right. If you have abandonment issues, which I think a lot of, you know, women carry, Um, then how are you going to put yourself out in a really vulnerable space to, you know, attract clients? Um, That was part of my story too, as well as like abandonment issues. So if if you're scared that everybody's going to leave, if you are your authentic self, then, you know, that's just blocking you from shining for sure.
0: Right. So I, okay. So this is the perfect way for us to shift into (laughs) what I think is really important to say, which is let's talk about the ways in which these money stories which are rooted in things like abandonment and worth and value um how do they show up in our business how if someone's listening right now how might they know that there's something there to look at or to work on
1: um i mean if you are just not attracting the right type of clients mm-hmm. if you are not consistently seeing uh growth in your business if you are feeling Fear every time that it's time to launch a new product, or I think we all know when we're just like hitting that wall. You know, so many people say that they have these blocks, but um, you know, the block is just thinking that you have <laughs> blocks. Right. Um, so I think like if you just feel like you're like going um, up an escalator that's like going the wrong way, and <laughs> you're like not getting up to the top, um, and you're doing more forcing than flowing then there's definitely something something there that needs to be examined. Um, if you say things like, oh, I'm not in it for the money. I'm just in it for, you know, making the world a better place, uh, which I hear a lot from heart-centered, uh, creative women all the time. Um, you know, I, th- I think you know if you're just kind of like spinning your wheels and not getting anywhere.
0: Yeah, totally. I think I'll add to a few ways that I noticed it a lot when I very first started. Um, I wasn't even like fully running my business, but I was sort of self employed and had like a couple small clients, then one bigger client. Um, and one thing I noticed a lot was taking on work that was paying me less than what I knew I deserved, but I just took it anyway. Yeah. Um, and then what comes from that was the resentment and frustration mm-hmm. that I'm doing this work that I'm not even getting paid enough for that maybe I don't even like doing. Um, That was a big one for me. And I think especially for new female entrepreneurs, that's a really big one too. Yes.
1: Yeah. Taking that frantic action um, and, you know, pulling at whatever uh, low level clients will, you know, take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. Um, If you seem to attract people that are constantly asking for discounts, then there's definitely something there. That you're you're putting out that's attracting these types of people that want to discount your services and discount you for sure. No, yep.
0: yeah, exactly. Um, and I think another thing I was reading this book. Um, it's one of those books that I keep picking up and putting down, not because it's not good, but because I'm just a terrible. I'm a good reader, but I'm the (laughs) type of reader that I pick up and put down like five different books at a time Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I get distracted. Um, But there's one book, it's called, I don't remember the full title, but it's essentially like the secrets of six figure women. Um, And one of the things that she mentions in there too, is this idea of um, not even just that you don't deserve making a certain amount of money, which I know for a lot of business owners, that's a huge piece moving from nine to five to running your own business. It's like, I don't deserve to charge a hundred, dollars an hour. Like who do I think I am? <laughs> right. Um, but also this sense of like, um, Oh, I don't need to make a lot of money to be happy. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Where I am. I'm happy. This is good enough. Like this sense of like asking for more is being selfish. Yes. Um, And Uh, I think that's another big one for women.
1: Yes, that is a common one that I see all the time. Um, You know, I'm not in it for the money or I do well enough. Um, And I think that it's important what I try to do with my clients is tap into the feminine energy of money. We have only been modeled this masculine energy around money, the taking, the action, the force, uh, which works awesome for some, you know, businessmen, but for women, if we want to attract more money, uh, we have to tap into the feminine energy of money and get over these types of uh, money stories and know that money can change the world if it's in the hands of the right people. And so, you know, we've seen these limiting beliefs and these outdoing stories about like money just makes you greedy, but money is just a tool that's going to amplify whatever type of person that you are. So if you are a generous person, if you are an empathetic person, if you are a change maker, which most women are, right, that feminine energy is of like nurturing and compassion and care, then when we have control of the wealth, we can make so much difference and power into the world. And as soon as I uh, tell that to clients, it completely shift their thinking about like, oh my gosh, yeah, if I doubled my income, I mean, everything is a trickle down effect. You can, if you're a business owner now, you can pay to outsource to these uh, women that want to be doing VA work. That's their dream is VA work, or you know, marketing or social media management. You can hire people that work in your home to be furthering uh, their businesses as well. And then you have buying power, like wealth to me. And when I knew that I was truly. Um, wealthy was being able to shop exclusively mom-owned and women-owned businesses for everything. Like, you know, my clothing, my jewelry, my cleaning supplies, my toothpaste, like being able to shift getting more money into the hands of those women as well. And so I really have a lot of my clients like list out the type of change that you would make if you had control of the wealth. And that will help you undo those money stories of like, I, I make enough, you know, I, um, I asking for more money is selfish. Like, no, it's not. It's, it's, you know, making a massive impact in the world and society if, if we collect it and do it right. And I actually just saw these, uh, a presentation where this woman was like sharing actual studies of how, uh, women use their spending and how much more goes into the community and how much more goes to, uh, different causes and charities. So now more than ever, it's really important that we understand that money is just a powerful tool to create the positive change that we want so badly in our world.
0: I am obsessed with every single word that you just said. I had (laughs) chills like four times. I love, love, like beyond love that idea of seeing money as a tool to do incredible things in the world. Like- yes. What a beautiful shift from this evil greedy <laughs> I don't need it thing to I have I have so much to give the world and money will only amplify my abilities to give. I yeah. I love that so much. That yep. money is
1: going into somebody's hands, right? And we've seen it modeled that it's not actually being used in positive ways, you know, the people that control most of the wealth aren't paying their employees aren't, you know, doing anything to better the communities. Um, they have the ability to like wipe out hunger and don't. So imagine if we were like, no, I deserve a piece of this pie. And I am going to um, take that back and start making these shifts. And, you know, every time that we become unapologetically rich, we're inspiring whether consciously or subconsciously a change in, other women as well, which just furthers down that
0: trickle down effect. I love that. I, it, that totally falls in line too with my, like my big, big like embarrassed to even say mission in the world is to raise the vibration of the world by empowering women because I really firmly believe, as corny as it sounds, that empowered women empower women, and so I love this idea that. With your own empowered money stories and your own empowered money mindset, you can help other women see those see those shifts for themselves, too, which is is such an incredible part, I think, of being a female entrepreneur is there is this whole um, community of women out there just looking to connect and support and and, you know, be in your space and learn from you. And this is just one way that we can continue supporting each other.
1: For sure. Yeah. Model it. And then I believe the same thing. Like when we can heal on our level, we in turn heal the collective. Uh, mm. That's my belief as well. So like healing our wounds and um, nurturing our wounded inner child uh, just helps spread that higher vibration. Um, and we bring so many women along
0: with us. Yeah. I love that. So Okay. So we have one way of shifting those money stories, which is to this really cool journal exercise you've suggested of writing down the ways in which you would essentially like do better things with the money that you have, Um, how you can maybe change the world with more money. So what are, could you give us maybe one or two more ways that we could shift these money stories and start coming into a more empowered mindset around money?
1: Yes. Uh, so, whenever somebody comes to me with some form of money story or limiting belief, or they say like I have a money block, I'll say, "Who do you need to forgive?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that will open up this crazy box of emotions. Of, um, I mean, the first person that comes to your mind is <laughs> probably, you know, what you need to be focusing on. But there's so many things that when you like really Dive deep of like who you need to forgive and let go of, um, even if it's yourself, like even if it's your past money mistakes. Like, I know I needed to let go of mistakes that I made within my brick and mortar um, in order to move forward uh, with my other businesses so that I could be sure that that wasn't going to be something that I uh, repeated, you know, um, right. except carrying that along. So, definitely forgiveness practices. It seems. Um, cheesy, uh, but it, it works because you will uncover and get to the root of where you first began, um, picking these things up. So when I was working on my forgiveness practices, I had a long list of obvious big things that I needed to forgive. But, um, while I was kind of free writing, um, I wrote, I forgive my mom for working on Christmas. Mm. And, wow. Um, I was like, <laughs> like, where is this coming from? And I realized that that was part of my resentment towards money was, you know, my mom needed to work on Christmas cause it was double pay. And so there was definitely these like tied resentments towards, uh, money and, and choosing money over family and that, you know what I mean? That there has yep. to be like this choice. Um, it's definitely something that I never, it was like, just jammed back there in my subconscious way way in the back of the filing cabinet but when um I was able to say you know okay well that's fine I completely understand why she did it and you know forgive that part um that just chipped away at another um layer of my limiting beliefs and uh resentments towards money and going after money
0: One thing I want to say too, before you share maybe one more way that we can shift um, is I really like what you just said, which is it chipped away one more layer. And it's so important to remember about any healing journey that you're on, whether it's with money or with your parents or with your body or whatever it is, it's going to be a long process. It took us a long time to get here. It's going to take us a little while to get out of here. It is going to be like, I feel layers come off i can name like specific times where i could just feel a layer just removing itself just yes. lighter after a moment of clarity or whatever um so just remembering for all the ladies listening like even if you're in the middle of this journey like keep going there are more yes. layers to be pulled back and that's okay it's okay if this is a lifelong journey it will get easier um and especially with money mindset and money stories you're going to start to see the fruits of your labor sooner than later like you're going to physically see that money coming in you're going to physically see clients coming through your door um which is kind of a cool a cool thing when you're doing this as an entrepreneur is you do have so much within your control and when you start really getting clear on that money stuff everything just becomes so much easier i feel like
1: amen yes that is actually it ties into what also was going to say is that it's um you didn't get these money stories overnight. So they're not going to go away overnight. It's a practice. And uh, I. so many women get so frustrated because they're like, well, I've been doing the affirmations, I've been doing the forgiveness work, you know, and it's still popping up. But every single time that you up level, these same things will try to drag you back down, right? It's not like a one and done healing process. But the key is to know how to identify your limiting beliefs and your money stories so that when those do pop up, you can totally redirect them, that you can know how to shift those thoughts. Because every time I've raised my prices, every time, like I'm about to put out this big mastermind and it is uh, one of the highest ticket offers that I've ever had. And so, of course, all of these limiting beliefs of like, uh, you know, started to pop up, Mm -hmm. but now I'm able to shift it way faster. So if these do creep up again, know that that's normal. So don't beat yourself up about it. Don't let them consume you. Knowing to say even just a simple shift, I say, well, that's not my story anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. that's a past story. This is my new story and I'm worth this amount of money. And when you can identify where the roots of the limiting beliefs came from through that forgiveness work. You know, when you see those different patterns pop up, you know exactly what type of positive affirmations and work you have to do to get yourself through that. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm worthy of this, um, I'm safe to take this risk. Uh look at all of the proof of concept that I have of women um whose lives and businesses have changed due to my teachings or my mentorship. So you are worthy of this. Think of all you know that this is going to bring for not just you but the women in your circle. So because I was able to identify them, it doesn't mean like I healed them right away and then it was done and over with. And now I'm just this like <laughs> you know um, money magnet all the time. It's like I have to identify them, continue to do that work, and know that every time I'm about to up level, that that's going to drag me down. And now. When I have those limiting beliefs pop up, I kind of take that as like, a oh, I'm about to up bubble or I'm about to do this because I wouldn't be feeling this fear if my inner child or my ego, like, you know, was like trying to like bring me back down to stay safe. Like I wouldn't be feeling all of this if that didn't mean that I was like on the cusp of massive change and about to do something really like epic for myself.
0: Yes. I love that. I always say fear and we can say in general, limiting beliefs are a litmus test. Like if you're living life with intention and you're stepping out of your comfort zone, it's always going to be there. It's never going to go away. It's just your relationship with it that changes. <laughs>
1: For sure. Yeah. And, and I think that a lot of people try to promise, you know, this one and done healing process. Um, and it's not linear, you know, it's like, <laughs> but just knowing how to master it, knowing what these fears are rooted in and knowing how to calm that ego or calm that wounded inner child and how to make that, you know, version of you feel safe to take this risk. And, um, yeah, that's the key for sure.
0: Yeah. I, I like to another, I'll just share in case it's helpful for anyone listening. Another tool I use when I'm in one of those moments where it's starting to come up again, I like to, instead of trying to push it away or necessarily shift out of it, I just invite it to come in. So I'm like, I see you. I know. I totally know that you're scared right now. Or I totally know that this story was protecting us for a long time. And it was really helpful, but we don't need it anymore. So yes. be here, be here with me. It's okay. Like I talk, like I'm talking to a little kid, you know, like
1: <laughs> for oh, sure. Yeah. Cause you are, you are right. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um yeah. yeah. And I feel like that makes it feel less scary too. Cause it reminds me that like, I'm, I'm in control. I'm the parent here. I'm the adult. And from that place, we can, like you said, feel more safe feel more secure, feel more confident in where we are rather than letting those stories take over.
1: Yeah. You got to feel it to heal it. You can't mm-hmm. can't just push it away because that's where a lot of like the damage is happening is in your subconscious. So like letting it rise. And I like the way you said, invite it in, like just sitting with it and mm-hmm. exploring it. And um, that helps you take control back over it, you know?
0: Yep. You you mentioned a few times affirmations, and I love affirmations. I'm wondering if you could share with us um, how you would recommend clients use affirmations in this sort of changing your money stories process. Could you give us some thoughts on that? Definitely. I
1: am uh, obsessed with affirmations, <laughs> uh,
0: and I surround
1: myself with them all the time. I actually put in my story on Instagram every day. Different money affirmation, and it goes back to that same idea like you didn't get these thoughts overnight, so it's going to take like a long time of reprogramming and consistently seeing these positive messages over and over and over again. And, um, you know, proof that uh, money is positive and that you're worthy of it. I say, surround yourself with signs of abundance all the time, so sometimes that is actual affirmation. Sometimes it's just like visuals of money to train your brain to um not make it such a foreign concept to you and to slowly build your subconscious to take this as truth. You know, thoughts become things. So um I write them on post-it notes. I um especially during like launch times or uh you know times that I'm going to be having those thoughts creep up, I'll put them in my phone as like uh, different timers that will go on, go off during the day. That's like, you are worthy of abundance. I am a money magnet. And, um, the more that you repeat these, the more that they will become truth to you and, uh, will help undo those, those thoughts that we have, uh, compiled of the negative impacts of money.
0: So well, because we, we can literally retrain our brain. Like we yeah. automatically think certain thoughts because we've automatically thought them for so long that they just become our default. But we can, if we consistently and intentionally shift that thought to something different, we can literally change the way our brain thinks so that we automatically fall into the abundance or into the positive money mindset versus slipping into the you know the negative space.
1: Yeah. And there's enough stories out there about, you know proving those Mm -hmm. (laughs) negative money stories. Right. Mm -hmm. So like surrounding yourself all the time um, with proof of abundance and really powerful thoughts and finding one that really rings true to you. Sometimes you'll read affirmations and um, you'll see one that really touches you or you'll see one that kind of like triggers you that like makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And that's probably the one that you need to be, you know, focusing on the most and, um, really surrounding yourself with.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love surrounding. What's the word you're saying? Proof of abundance. Is that the yeah. Thing? Yeah. Signs of
1: abundance. I, I put, um, I mean, I have vision boards on my computer. I have, um, my screensaver is, um, like money and, uh, kind of another vision board, like signs of what wealth means to me, mm. because if we are not used to seeing Large sums of money, then it's hard for us to visualize that that's possible. Mm. So, seeing signs of it everywhere, knowing that it is happening for other people. So, why not you? You know, it's not this like foreign concept, it's out there. And um, I keep cash around. You know, I always have at least one $100 bill in my wallet so that it's always just, yeah, it's just always showing that abundance
0: is everywhere. Mm hmm. Yeah. I love that. I have my um, my desktop background on my computer. My laptop is one of my, is like a, a digital vision board that I created. So I keep that front of mind. And then my phone background um, is just a graphic that I found through searching like abundance phone backgrounds on Google. Um, but it's uh, a yeah. really like, pretty image and it says abundance flows to me freely. So I'm constantly reiterating that to myself. And then I'll just say all the time, like, I'll just randomly be like, I am abundant in clothes that keep me warm. (laughs) I'm abundant in comfortable things that keep me cozy. And I'm abundant in food that like, That's been a really big shift for me, which now we don't need to go into abundance because that's a whole nother topic. Um, (laughs) But the point being, yes, affirmations. I love affirmations for doing this work as well. And they're just so simple. And it's just a simple way of rewiring your brain and the idea of putting them as um, also timers on your phone. I love that idea too, because I've always suggested using timers to remind yourself to stop and take a deep breath. Yeah. And I like just breathe for a second. Um, but I love that idea of you could even pair like a deep breath timer with that little, you know, that little note, that little affirmation. So you could deep breath, breathe in the affirmation, and then, you know, continue on your way. So, yes. yeah. And
1: make sure that your affirmations are I am statement. Mm. They are already in the, you know, you already are that abundant, wealthy, successful yes. money magnet. So,
0: yes. I think my favorite I am abundance, uh, abundant. I am affirmation is I am a millionaire. And today I thought, why am I not saying billionaire? <laughs> I like ask for what you want or ask for what you, you desire. Right. So I, I say it yeah. all the time. I'm just like, I am a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. so I am. It's within me. I, I know that for sure.
1: Yeah. My daughter and I, if we see something that we want, we don't even say like, Oh, I can't afford that. Or, you know, anything like that. We just say, I am abundant. I am a millionaire. I am a money magnet. Um, so that will be like attracting those different things that we desire as well. Like before that thought of like lack of mindset can even yeah. enter, we're just like, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> Thank you universe that I am constantly attracting uh, abundance and wealth to me.
0: Yes. Thank you. That's a big one too, um, is saying thank you. So like, I'll say like, I am abundant in clothing, like, thank you universe for guiding me to this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like not even for anything. I just say thank you all the time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. (laughs) Oh man. I feel like I could keep talking about this forever, but let's, (laughs) let's start to wrap up a little, um, before I ask you a few last questions, can you, Um, Is there anything that you want to leave? Like one last final resounding tip or thought for listeners?
1: I just really want everyone to know that um, they're worthy of Mm. of wealth and money and that money is powerful and it can change the world and uh, wealth in the hands of more women is going to be what saves us all. So it's, kind of our duty and our responsibility to tap into those abundant thoughts and that abundant energy and to charge our worth and to become unapologetically rich. So go
0: out and do it. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I love it so much. Um, okay. Tell us a little shift here. Um, what's your current intention getter story? What are you working on right now? Uh,
1: well, I'm working on a money mindset course. <laughs> Um, so I'm working on that and, um, I'm working on just, well, right now it's Mercury retrograde. So I'm really working on just, uh, flowing instead of forcing and allowing things, especially at 2020, that's like the theme, right. And just allowing things to flow in their appropriate timing and to just attract and not chase and, you know, just be open to what my ideas are or better, you know?
0: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Flowing, not forcing is my, has been like my goal since before even COVID. I've been like really focusing on that. That's a, that's a tough one for us type A ladies who um, (laughs) (laughs) like to plan and know everything and every second of every day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to think that I was in flow and then I think 2020 really showcased all the spaces that I definitely wasn't.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, And finally, where can everybody find you? I am at arialighty.com. And
1: I'm also on Instagram at arialighty.com. And I have a Marco Polo channel as well, uh, which you can um, subscribe to from my website. And those are just tidbits about pretty much what we talked about here um, and consistently changing those money stories and uh, surrounding yourself with abundance. So I would love to um, invite everybody over there to that conversation.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for bringing the, this conversation here. It's been so, so helpful. and. um yeah, I'm sure we'll all be connecting with you soon. All right. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Aria. Talk to everybody soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for tuning into Mindset Reset Radio. I just wanted to remind you that if you are an impact-driven female entrepreneur looking to reach the people who need to hear your message and who need the services and products that you offer, I want you to check out Marketing from the gut. That is my Instagram strategy and mindset mastery monthly membership coaching program. For just $25.99 a month, you get two live coaching calls, access to our incredible members-only community, access to free workshops, free Instagram audits, and so much more. It has been an incredible membership. It has grown into something so much more than I could have ever imagined, and I would love to have you as a new member. So if you just go to marketingfromthegut.com, you can check it out, or you can check out the link in the show notes. Either way, I hope to see you in the membership or in my Instagram community, at Jessica Thiefel's. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you very soon.